0: Gotta love a man who can just communicate. Just tell us how you feel, Freddie. I
1: know, we don't have to go around the bush, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to go around the bush.
1: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: beating around the bush, Sarah.
1: Sorry, beating. (laughs) I'm still caught up with the whole Lady Gaga Christmas tree. I know, you're on
0: the Lady Gaga Christmas tree (laughs) thing. (laughs) Welcome... To the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again.
0: You're here with us. You love romantic comedies, and we do as well.
1: So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold
0: up? Today we have Christmas, Christmas with, with you. you. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, there's subscribe and follow buttons, and there's, there's also review buttons. We would love... Our Christmas gift that you could you could give to us uh, would be a review. We we would love to see you uh, do a review for us, RCR fan, because that helps more people find us. And if you hear anything on this podcast that you want to reach out about, you want to talk to us about, we're very accessible. Or at least 50% of us is very accessible. Sarah <laughs> responds to 100% of our Instagram DMs. Uh, we have a message from Serena. She said, love your podcast. I discovered it in the past few months and already in my top five. Oh, she did one of those Spotify wrapped things. Mm. It's so cool when people like show us they're wrapped and we're like we're in like the I know I
1: love it I think it's, I think it's so cute it's so I, cu- I'm sorry, it's not cute. It's special to us anyway because yeah. we're very 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 thankful that you guys listen to us because we couldn't do it without you.
0: Oh and it's funny when like you see like legit podcasts there's like girls gotta eat important people. And then there's us, and we're like, we don't belong here. But but thank you for listening yeah. to us as much as them. <laughs> it's yeah, really it's, awesome.
1: it's really cool. Uh,
0: she said, I love the uh, quick facts and the games you play throughout. And I always laugh out loud at some point while listening. Oh, my gosh. She wants to, oh, save the last dance is one that she wants. She also wants center stage. Yes. I don't know. Okay, so, like, back in the day, Julia Stiles' uh, big, like, epic dance at the end of that movie. I think we all thought it was fantastic. Absolutely, we did. If we watch back now... Mm-hmm.
1: It, it might be a little bit
0: cringe. It might be horrible. I don't know. Like It
1: might it might be one of those where like I have secondhand embarrassment <laughs> watching Julia Stiles do her dance at the end of Save the Last Dance. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited to rewatch it, though, because I feel like... I'm very interested to see how things have, have changed since the movie came out.
0: And that's the beautiful thing about this podcast. You have this nostalgic thing in your mind of like, oh, man, she was amazing. And I saw a clip on TikTok recently. I'm like, oh, my God. I, <laughs> is this just amazing in my own mind and in collectively all of our minds? I think we need to revisit it. Yeah. So we're going to put that on the list, Serena. And if you want to reach out like she did at RomCom Rewind on Instagram, Christmas with you. Is a it 2022. It's brand new. It's a Netflix romantic comedy. It's the story of Miguel, played by, ladies and gentlemen, RCR fam. It's the return of Freddy Prince Jr. He's a single father. I was expecting some woos from the crowd. Woo! Thank you. Uh, he's a single father uh, to uh, Christina, played by uh, Deja Monique Cruz. His daughter, Christina, does an Instagram video singing along to um, Angelina. Who's played by Amy Garcia? Now Angelina is teed up as a, a pop music megastar who has maybe turned the corner on her career a little bit on the downswing, let's say, uh, kind of living off her former hits and glory days. Uh, think of like a like a Christina Aguilera or a, or a Katy Perry or a J Lo kind of vibe. Angelina is on the verge of getting dropped by her label. She kind of needs a new song. She needs a new hit, and. Just a new something, and after witnessing this video from Christina that ends up getting posted on Instagram, Angelina decides to go and visit her young fan for the holidays. Uh, this is where she meets Miguel, realizes he quietly writes songs and might might have a, a holiday hit on his hands, and that's kind of your lead in for Christmas with you. What are your thoughts?
1: I really think this could be the one, Mo the song or the music teacher i was really happy to see freddie prince jr back
0: oh i know it was
1: really nice i mean i will say it's such a funny concept because i mean as we get older the stars and the heartthrobs that we had when we were younger are also getting older and it was a little bit like i was like oh shit he's getting older and he's not old but it just like it took me back like i was like oh Oh yeah, I guess you know there's a little bit of gray hair there, or yeah. there's you know like some wrinkles. Um, I think he was, I think he was good in it. I don't know if there was strong writing for him per se in this one. I will say up front, yeah, um, it's got some Hallmarky vibes to it, or like made for TV vibes to it. Um, it's a cute watch. It's it's you know you can bake cookies while watching it, or um, you know if you're into, or if you like want you know some sing along. Um, Christmas movie like it's fun
0: do you, Could you sing along to the lyrics okay, the, no I the couldn't The main song let me,
1: let me just <laughs> no. Well yeah if you turn subtitles on
0: Yo, Oh my god Sarah loves the subtitles I
1: do love subtitles
0: There can be no Christmas without you <laughs> I've tried to hide <laughs> yes, it's This been love stuck How the fuck head. do I know the lyrics more it's than you stuck
1: in my head Has it because yes. you couldn't
0: sing along to it well, I could. I don't sing There can be no Christmas you without sing. you
1: Yes um. Yeah. No. I mean, it was a
0: cute watch.
1: Yeah. It's like it's not one that I would like. It's not one I would watch every year. If I'm being completely honest. Okay. Yeah. It's just it is what
0: it is. I think I actually like this one more than you. This, I think you do. So this, um, uh, Devin's classic food analogies. What do you? You ready for this?
1: Yes, I'm waiting.
0: This movie is like a cost-effective <laughs> bottle of wine.
1: Oh yeah! What
0: I mean is that a you, boxed wine. Uh, it's a mm. it's a wine that you need to aerate for like give it thirty minutes because well, the least. first the, the the first thirty minutes <laughs> of this movie I was like ah it's a little bit to get through and then once you like I rolled my eyes a few times I'll admit and then once you once you get past that once you get the vibe once you let it simmer once you let let it sit there in a decanter for thirty minutes it starts to become really pleasant and sometimes charming. And really, once we get Angelina and Miguel, once we get Freddie Prince Jr. with Amy Garcia, then I start to feel this movie move forward in a really nice way.
1: Yeah, I think, yes. Once it got to the point where they actually were like the meet cute and the the intermingling and, and all of that, Oh, yes. intermingling, yeah. I think that... Yes, the that mo- the movie picked up a little bit.
0: And it is, you're right, it's a Pop-Tart holiday rom-com situation. It's it's of the the hallmark vibe. I do agree the writing was not awesome. We can talk more about that uh in a bit. It's it's really to me, it's like Freddie Prince Jr. is back and then it's a good yeah jumping off point for some other people. Um, Let's dive in.
1: Okay. So like you said, Angelina, she's a pop star, massive pop star. Um, and supposedly she's becoming irrelevant. And to become more relevant, she needs to come out with a Christmas song. Uh, because that right there, folks, makes you more relevant, coming out with a Christmas song. Yeah. Around Christmas. Yes.
0: It is, K. <laughs> <laughs> it is a thing though Like people do make
1: Yes But you know you're not relevant And then you come out With a Christmas song Like I think of like Backstreet Boys And like their Christmas album They were relevant When they came out with it But like I have all the, Well I had all their CDs But I didn't have Their Christmas one
0: Who did Um, Hold on Is it Sync or Backstreet Boys There is one holiday album That's like Backstreet Boys They had a really good one Merry Christmas And happy holiday, holiday. Is that not In Sync? It might be sync. I don't know. I love them both. Oh, that's, that is NSYNC. It is NSYNC. That is the superior holiday song. Sarah. I agree.
1: It is on in all the retail stores hundreds of
0: times. Because it's a new classic. That's fantastic. But
1: like, it's so... Christmas songs for me are just such an interesting thing. Because you have like the old school classics. And I think it's really hard to become one of the new Christmas songs and like make it count and make it last forever.
0: You're right. I think
1: the only person who has done that. Oh,
0: I'm going to challenge you so much on this. Keep going. I don't even know what you're about to say.
1: Unf- well, okay. And this is an unpopular opinion. I don't like Mariah Carey.
0: Okay. No, <laughs> it's not that unpopular, but yeah. okay. I
1: just, honestly, I just can't do it. I just, yeah. But all I want for Christmas is you is a good tune. It's a good song and it is, it literally is the greatest of all time holiday 100 songs on Billboard.
0: Oh, so you have the 100 songs in front of you. Yes.
1: I was going to do, I'm going to do top five, but I will come out and say it's already number one.
0: No, no, no. Control F, search Merry Christmas, comma, Happy Holidays. Where does it fall on the list? I need to know.
1: Okay, hold on. Number 64. 64? Yes. Yes.
0: That is blasphemous, Billboard.
1: I'm just saying it's, it's, actually, smushed. it's smushed actually between number 65, which is I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus by the Jackson five and 63 deck the halls by Nat King Cole.
0: Okay. I just need to know because we're talking new classics. Go, yes. uh, go mistletoe. Okay. Justin Bieber. That's gotta make the list.
1: Mistletoe by Justin Bieber is number 17.
0: Number 17. Yes. Okay. That's a new classic guys. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. Okay, so top five, just for all okay. for for all of <laughs> wait, you wait. listening. Can I guess? Sure. Uh, I El- don't think, you, honestly, I don't think you're going to get them. Elvis
0: but. Blue Christmas. No. no. Okay. All right. Just go.
1: Okay. So number five <laughs> is a Holly Jolly Christmas by Earl Ives.
0: Earl Ives, Yeah. Um.
1: Then we have number four, the Christmas song "Merry Christmas to You" by Nat King Cole. Yeah. Which is like super classic. I, w-
0: I would have guessed these for sure.
1: Well, you kind of just copped out and said, oh, "Okay, just tell me."
0: Well, you, you told me I couldn't get it, so number I stopped. Number
1: three. Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Mm -hmm. Number two is Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by
0: Brenda Lee. Number one is Mariah Carey. All I Want for Christmas is You. Sarah forgets that um, I have, from time to time, had um, uh, work relations (laughs) with a radio station that switched (laughs) to all Christmas. I
1: know. This is true. I've
0: been through the gauntlet, Sarah. I right. know what's important and what, what I hear every three hours on the hour. And it's <laughs> f***ing rocking around the Christmas tree. It's holly jolly Christmas. Yeah, Chestnuts roasting on an open fire is probably in the top 20 for sure. Like, that's...
1: Yeah, one of my faves by Andy Williams is It's the Most Wonderful Time of the
0: Year. Oh, my And God. that's
1: number seven. And number six is Feliz Navidad. So...
0: Yes. Oh, for sure. There you go. It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. You got the Home Alone movie, yeah. too. So that gave it a little bit of extra action. So what, what Angelina... Yes. Uh, is looking for here is she's looking for a new Justin Bieber mistletoe classic. Totally. Number 17 on Billboard 100.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's a new classic, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Let me see what, like, the most recent new classic is.
0: Um, uh, Sia had one just a couple years ago, Snowman or something like that. Sia Snowman is not on here. What? This list is crazy. <laughs> well, it's Billboard. God, I didn't think on this pod that I would be the more, like, aggressive Christmas music you lover. Got, you gotta think, like, it's Christmas of all time. Yeah, I, I think Sia is, it should be on the list somewhere. Well, you can bring it up with Billboard. Uh, I'll get their people to talk to my people. Run DMC is even on here. <laughs> oh, Christmas and Hollis is yes. a great tune. Number, that is.
1: Eight, they made it ninety-seven. That's a good
0: tune though. I do like that yeah. one. Disney Plus did a holiday special just this year and they like to promote it, they're like, Run DMC is back with Christmas and Hollis, because it's like the first time they did it live in years.
1: Wow. Yeah, you got Katy Perry, you got Gwen Stefani with Blake Shelton. Um like just to name some like more recent. Jonas Brothers, um, more like Michael Buble, I'm sorry, is like, like I would say there's four or five
0: songs here. Uh, can we do a little shout out to the, uh, most uncomfortable new Christmas song? Oh yeah. Christmas Tree by Lady Gaga. (laughs) Do you know this one? No. I'm going to read the lyrics real quick. And if there are children around, please get them away from the podcast. The whole premise is that like, um... Oh, I think it's what? somebody, like, going down on her. I think Like, I ho, am. ho, under the mistletoe. Yes, everybody knows we will take off our clothes. Yes, if you want us to, we will. Oh, oh, a Christmas. My Christmas tree is delicious. Right. The Christmas <laughs> oh, tree is... is <clears> oh, <throat> God. Uh-huh. You know?
1: Talk about uh, some watermelon sugar.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the premise of this. She's a little bit more upfront about it, it's, though. Uh, is she? Her Christmas tree is her...
1: I'm guessing
0: her female picage. what's what's
1: uh a little bush
0: yeah i guess i don't know i don't even know what's happening with that song i've heard it a few times i'm like this i don't i don't know exactly what we're getting at here i don't like it though (laughs) how prickly wow yes <laughs> exactly. So yes, Angelina, oh God. and uh, and uh, she Angelina looking for a, a hit song, make a Christmas song. Christmas songs are good for business. It's not
1: happening. It's not like the record label is going to drop me because I don't want a jingle bell rock. Are you serious? Right. She also doesn't like Christmas because um, it was around the time that her mother had passed away. So she's very reluctant to do a Christmas song. And then there's also this up-and-coming pop star, Cherry. um, And she seems to be more relevant than she is. And she's beginning to take all of her magazine covers, her spots on the billboards, and that kind of stuff. And then we have Christina, who is a teenager. And her father is Miguel, um, but Christina puts uh, together a little video of singing one of Angelina's songs and puts it on Instagram. Her dad plays guitar. You don't see him in the um, Instagram video, but he is there.
0: No matter where you go, i always keep
1: you with me. That song was by Angelina. and
0: um, Which I just realized is probably because...
1: He actually can't play? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Because, you spoiler don't see him alert. You not play anytime else. Well, you see him play a little bit of piano, and then it shoots to wide shots, and you're like, oh, Freddie Prince Jr. cannot play <laughs> what we're hearing right now. That became very evident to me, so he probably can't play guitar either.
1: That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I just
0: thought of it right now, that he's not in the shot because...
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it does make sense. Um, And so Angelina decides that she's going to go there for Christmas because she needs to get away. She's writer's block. She needs to feel some inspiration. And she thinks that, you know, seeing a fan will help her. Um, And Christina in her video does say that her mother passed away a few years ago. And um, Miguel, who is her father, is a solo parent. And Uh, Is, of course, supporting um, his daughter, Christina. Mm
0: -hmm. So, uh, yeah, she gets called to the principal's office. It happens to be the same school that her dad, Miguel, works at as the music teacher. So they both go into the principal's office together and they meet pop megastar Angelina.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. It's super exciting. Christina's like over the moon happy and they take a selfie, which was Christina's Christmas wish. And they're about to head out, but of course it starts snowing and the roads are all shut down because, I mean, you know, people can't drive in the snow. Um, and they, Mi- Christina invites them over for dinner.
0: Well, and Miguel says like you can't drive in this, first of all. Like you can't go back into the storm. city. It's a storm. So, yeah. Angel- and Angelina just keeps on saying yes. Her assistant is there and is kind of like, we're, are are we staying? She's like, yeah, we're staying. Like, let's let's just go. We should get on the road. Oh, you don't want to drive in this. Since
1: you're stuck here, why don't we have dinner at my house?
0: So um, she's also like sad all the time. Who Angelina? Angelina. Oh, yeah. dude, there's it's an mopey. opening. I would say mopey. There's an opening montage to this film that's so tough. It's just <laughs> fans screaming her name, and she's just like looking. Longingly <laughs> to like the side of the camera all the time. You know, when you're like not looking at the camera, you're looking like over the camera's shoulder, always just like sad looks.
1: Um, So they go in and have dinner and Christina shows them their music room and Angelina sits down and finds a piece of sheet music that Miguel has written because he actually does write his own music as well as being the music teacher at school.
0: He's the music teacher. He used to have a band back in the day he talks about. And yeah, he he still writes music. And Angelina immediately starts like.
1: (laughs) What's this? Oh, that's nothing. This is just the verse. Where's
0: the hook? Well, I'm still working on it. I could help you with this. She kind of takes him outside to have a conversation of, hey, you know what? Like I straight up full transparency. I need a hit. I need a holiday hit. I can't write anything. And you have like the bones of a great song. So like we should finish writing this together. You end up with a little bit of money in your pocket at the end of the day. Maybe you can pay for, you know, Christina's post-secondary education. And I, I get the song that I need. And they agree. So here's the thing. They don't say it outright." But in this situation, in the music industry, it's extremely common that more or less she offered Miguel songwriting credits, which would give him royalties to the music, right? Right. right. So what do you think? And like three Christmas songs are on this list. What do you think are the biggest paid out uh, music royalty songs? Because this is a big thing right now. Jason Aldean just like all these musicians are selling their music catalogs. For hundreds of millions of dollars to companies wow. that basically sit on them, assuming that, like, if I pay you $100 million right now right. and we have the royalties for the next 50 years, I'll eventually make my money back. Right. And in the meantime, this artist has enough change to, you know, set himself up and his kids up for life.
1: So, okay, what genre of music? Uh,
0: so we have a few rock, uh, a few just classics, and a, a couple Christmas songs.
1: Okay, so any Frank Sinatra
0: uh, no, no, Sarah, but you're on the right track.
1: Okay, any Elvis?
0: No Elvis. Okay, um... But there are songs, I think one of them was redone by Elvis.
1: Okay, The Beatles?
0: Yes. Okay. Yesterday by The Beatles oh. is number four. Oh, no, that's, n- yeah, that's number four on the list. okay. It's paid out $30 million in royalties. There's actually, wow. there's a little discrepancy here because both Paul McCartney and John Lennon were fighting over who the actual songwriter was oh. for a long time. Yeah,
1: just a fun okay. fact. Hey. Bing Crosby? Yeah,
0: okay. So we've got White Christmas, which I'm pretty sure was Bing White Crosby. Christmas, yes. How about okay. I just give them to you? So okay, we got okay. uh, The Christmas Song. Okay, yeah. Which has been redone by a my boys, sync: Justin Timberlake, Garth Brooks, uh, Pretty Woman, oh. Roy Orbison. Then we got Sting, Every Breath You Take. Yeah, I know. Okay,
1: how much for that one?
0: Uh, So that one, Sting receives about $730,000 a year in royalties. Mostly because, do you remember um, P. Diddy? Yes. Did that song, I'll Be Missing You? Yeah. He he takes the lyrics to Every Breath You Take. Okay. So I think that kind of doubled up on the amount of payout that he gets. Because really, every time- Every time somebody plays P. Diddy, I'll Be Missing You, Sting makes a little bit of money, too.
1: That's crazy. That's insane.
0: Uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, classic. Oh,
1: absolutely classic.
0: That one's made over $25 million. Jeez
1: Louise.
0: Uh, Stand By Me, which is another classic. good,
1: good classic. That's
0: another one that was redone a few times. Uh, Yesterday by the Beatles, we talked about Unchained Melody. You've Lost That Love and Feelin'. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that one. No, me neither. White Christmas, like you said, $36 million in royalties. But the number one song, I can't believe you didn't get this.
1: You're going to say it and I'm going to be like, of course it is. Well, it's
0: it's the reason why if you ever go to a restaurant and you're like, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday... They don't sing this song because it's copyrighted. So they sing. Isn't it
1: Happy Birthday?
0: Happy Birthday. Yeah. Happy Birthday is owned by Warner Chapel, which is like a music holding company. It's a company that literally purchases royalty like song copyright.
1: That's like when the Kardashians tried to like um, copyright their name or something.
0: Mariah Carey just tried to copyright Queen of Christmas, which is hilarious. But same (laughs) concepts. I
1: don't like her.
0: (laughs) The Happy Birthday song pays out about $2 million a year in royalties. Wow. They make $2 million off that song every year. That,
1: and you know, it's just such a simple song.
0: Such a simple <laughs> song. I'm so afraid of them. We're not even going to sing it on the pod. We're just no. going to move right yeah. on. So that's what Angelina and Miguel are looking for. They're not looking for like a top 10, but they're looking for something that is going to be a hit enough that she's back on the stage. Miguel's going to make a little bit of money.
1: Right. So Angelina tags along with Miguel and Christina to um, Christina's rehearsal for her Kinsei. And at the end of the rehearsal, Christina invites Angelina to her Kinsei the next weekend. And uh, Angelina says yes. And in return, Angelina invites both Miguel and Christina to her annual Christmas gala as her VIPs. Um, And you can see that... You know, um, Angelina and Miguel are starting to get closer, you know, having danced at the rehearsal, making food at home, eating dinner together. Like just little things here and there, some some googly eyes at each other and that kind of thing.
0: And the music writing. There are a few moments where they both talk about how like they never write with other people because it's such a vulnerable process. (laughs) It's and you're really. I mean, I've never
1: written music, so I don't know. I'm sure it is.
0: Oh, I'm sure it is, too. Yeah. It's like writing anything, that creative process, letting somebody else in.
1: Right. And it's like so passionate, right? Like you, you're passionate about the craft that you do. So letting somebody else in is being very vulnerable. 100%. They work more on the song and Miguel brings Angelina to a festival of lights and they have a moment. And she says, I try to, I try to hide this love inside and he's caught by it. He literally thinks like they're going to make out. Yeah. And she, she got says, the lyrics to the song. That's the line we're missing. <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah, for sure.
0: That's great. But I think she was like, I think what she was saying was true and she was right. thinking it in her mind about Your him heart. and she realized that that, that was also the lyric.
1: Yes. And then I forgot to mention earlier, we have Ricardo who is her like social media fake boyfriend it's for show 100 and ricardo sees like a video posted of miguel and angelina dancing at the rehearsal and it goes viral and so ricardo's like hey like to keep up appearances i gotta go there to to kind of state my you know my claim so ricardo shows up at the house and angelina leaves with him to go back to the city to get ready for the Christmas gala.
0: That's right. And she's got a, I mean, it's funny because this whole time, like her record label has been like, we gotta, you gotta get a song. What's happening for the gala? She's been like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I got it. But now she actually does have a friggin' song for the gala. It's this one that she wrote with Miguel.
1: So Miguel and Christina, they head to the gala theater and they get all dressed up and they get to pick their outfits and hair and everything like that. And Angelina sees Miguel walking towards her in his suit Gotta love a guy in a suit. And before they can talk, the record label guy interrupts.
0: Okay. It is such a, it was almost my best scene just because it's so. Do you remember um falling for Christmas with Lindsay Lohan yes. when she comes down the steps yes. in the dress? Yeah. I'm is it the same friggin' director? I didn't even check who directed this, oh, but like know. Freddie Prince Jr. walking towards the camera in like perfectly Strutton. tailored tuxedo. Come on now. You guys, the, the frame for frame, a little bit different, but you're trying to do the same thing. What you're saying is.
1: Isn't every Hallmark movie have a, has a moment like that? But
0: I think in both of these cases, they understand the spectacle of, like, they're back. Lindsay Lohan.
1: Yes, back, that's guys. actually a really good we, point. And we this want you like, to
0: swoon over the yes, fact that they're back. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. is back, everybody. Yeah, he might
1: be a little older, but he's still fine.
0: Ugh. Oh. And yeah, they and they really I I that's what I felt watching that. I'm like, "Ugh, okay, we're doing the we're doing the Freddy's back thing."
1: So, Angelina goes on stage and and she actually invites Miguel up with her to perform with her.
0: My best scene. Your best scene. I love this so much because Miguel is so, ooh, like I never perform in front of people. They get him down in front of a camera. If you've never performed in front of people, extremely stressful situation, he flawlessly Nails the piano performance, but we only see Freddie play for like two yeah. notes, and then it's either hands or it's just like, "Okay, you know when you can clearly tell that somebody is not playing the instrument? They do a lot of yeah. like yeah. looking at him over the top of the piano, <laughs> and he's just like vibing. And I'm like, I don't even think your f- hands are moving, dude. I like see you're, your hands. yeah, nothing is happening there. <laughs> and you're also like, you guys figured this song out like two days ago. You're not looking down at your hands right. to remember the notes. Like people practice for like
1: months yeah i was gonna say months at least live
0: performances down and you're just like bobbing along looking at her she's making eyes at you (laughs) it's uh it was a cute moment i loved it just because once again like the spectacle of the moment
1: so everyone's pumped about the song they love it ricardo um then and and angelina's label both go up to her at the end and and her label um Angelina's label says oh you know what Sherry's out you're gonna play on SNL tomorrow and instead she runs after Miguel and Christina who have left and she she invites Miguel um to go on SNL with her to be his pianist and
0: it's the same day as the kids
1: exactly so he can't go so she says like you know we can go on tour together this is just the beginning and he says like am I just a am I just a pianist to you? Was it all about the song and and nothing else? Because for me, it was all like, you know, for you. And he just like comes clean about it. He just like loves her, like basically tells her that he loves her. And she says like, it was about the song. I have to, you know, protect my career.
0: Gotta love a man who can just communicate. Just tell us how you feel, Freddie. I
1: know, we don't and have to go around it. the bush, you know?
0: Yeah, you don't want to go around the bush.
1: <laughs> oh my God. It's
0: beating around the bush, Sarah. Sorry,
1: beating <laughs> I'm still caught up with the whole Lady Gaga Christmas tree. I know, you're on
0: the Lady Gaga Christmas tree thing. (laughs) Once again, just if, if we forgot, oh, oh, a Christmas, my Christmas tree's delicious.
1: So Miguel ends up leaving and life continues on. Angelina got what she wanted, which was SNL. And she's, you know, back being a little bit more relevant and... Back at home, the family confronts Miguel saying, we all know you liked her and, you know, we just thought you liked her too. But back at the SNL stage, Angelina realizes after talking to Sherry and Monique that she does in fact have feelings for Miguel and needs to go to him immediately, does not wait till after the SNL.
0: Sarah, we don't just hear that she needs to go to him. We see a montage. Oh, yes. Of all the moments they spent <laughs> together, there was... Yeah a lot of freddie prince jr <laughs> smiling oh, and la- laughing you're so right okay and and can i just acknowledge something about this film and we've talked about it a little bit but like doesn't it just feel so warm and fuzzy when actors from your childhood or that just have a nostalgic place in your heart when like when they've been gone for a while mm-hmm. and then they come back and do a thing yes everybody's like oh my god they're, they're doing the thing again
1: oh it's it is it's so nice to see them back like i am Dying for them to make For example This is just another example For them to make a Mean Girls too, But like oh properly God. Have Tina Fey write it Have the original cast be back And like be like Mean Moms or something Like how funny oh, would that be I love be?
0: that If Regina George came back Just to do anything If she did a skit on SNL As Regina yes. George I would love Rachel McAdams or even, for
1: that Yeah oh yeah She'd be great Or like even have like Be the moms And have teenagers As the Mean Girls in high school Like something like that like a fresh take on it. I'm dying for that to happen. So I totally understand what you mean.
0: So I've got I've got a bunch of different like moments that kind of feel similar to what we saw here with Freddie Prinze Jr. finally okay. doing a romantic comedy again. Yep. You like, I'm gonna run through them. You give me ones that jump out to you as like, these are my top three. I okay. agree that these are really Love cool. It. Winona Ryder okay. coming back and doing stranger things. Yes. Because back in the 80s and 90s, she was very, you know, kind of in that like Not horror realm, but a little bit. She did like scary movies. She did like sci fi. I I can't.
1: Yes. Sci fi. Totally. Absolutely. Yes.
0: So, and Stranger Things, which is honestly like a little bit of a nod to that era, Mm -hmm. having Winona Ryder as like a mom a main person it, yeah, a mom, yeah like 20 yeah. years later and you're like holy shit there's winona Ryder, <laughs> robert downey jr
1: oh yes as yeah. iron
0: man he was gone for a long time he was
1: gone for a long time and he came back and it was like almost a redemption story for him i find Absolutely. he did such a kick-ass job with iron man and the whole marvel um marvel verse i guess marvel universe that um yeah props to him for sure it was it was really nice to see him come back
0: Beyonce, when she was doing the Super Bowl halftime show and she brings out the other members of Destiny's oh, Child. Yes, I
1: Ooh, remember hot. that. That was awesome.
0: That felt good. It that-
1: did. It was really nice to see.
0: Um, Dave Chappelle, he was gone from '05 until 2016. I didn't realize it was that. It was like 11 years he was gone.
1: I didn't know he was gone, so yeah. um, that would will not be on my top three. Oh really? I don't. I didn't know he was gone. Oh my god! I didn't know he had left. So, so wh- how did yeah, you? Sorry. Oh I, my god! You know what? I like will watch comedy if you if you like if you sit me no, down. You, to watch you it, refuse but, like, to
0: watch comedy specials with me.
1: Yeah. Well, I not I don't refuse. Anyway,
0: moving on. When's the last comedy special we watched?
1: Mm, mostly on TikTok.
0: <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah, That's they're not nice, a comedy they're special. They're nice shorts. That's 30 seconds. That's it's, a joke.
1: Well, it can be up to 2 minutes. <laughs> okay, true.
0: It could now it could be up to 2 minutes. Um Mandy Moore.
1: She oh. was a movie star, mm-hmm. a
0: musician. Gone for, like, 15 years. She was. And then I like that, like, A Walk to Remember is such a heartfelt movie. Oh, God. And then her first... sob fest. Yeah. And then what does she do? She finally has a comeback, and she does This Is Us. I know. I (sighs)
1: know. Talk about... uh, You know what? I haven't seen that show, but everyone I've talked to is, like, get your tissues ready. It's, you know, more intense than The Notebook.
0: The last two I have are uh, Neil Patrick Harris. He basically did, like, Dougie Hauser. Yes. Chilled for, like... A, A bunch time. of time. And then, God, How I Met Your Mother. Like, yeah, you know. Bernie
1: Stinson for like, what, six years, seven yeah, years? Probably, yeah, probably, yeah.
0: And then uh, the Spice Girls performing at the London Olympics.
1: Oh, my God, yes, okay.
0: Because they have done stuff, but Posh Spice would never do yeah. it with them. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm pretty sure she performed for the London Olympics Uh, with them. I'm pretty sure.
1: I mean, I was going to say, I will add in the addition of Lindsay Lohan.
0: Oh, yeah. Lindsay Lohan falling for Christmas. Coming back. And
1: she also has another one coming up.
0: Yeah, she does. This
1: year, 2023.
0: Irish Wish or something like that. Yeah, something like that.
1: Yes. So, you know, she's she's making a comeback. I like it. I like it. I'm here for it.
0: So? Okay.
1: So, uh, definitely Spice Girls uh, at the London Olympics. Because I was at that Olympics. So. I definitely have to. It's a little humble brag, a
0: little. uh, Oh, and by the way, I was at the Olympics.
1: (laughs) Uh, Lindsay Lohan, and then um, let's go Robert Downey Jr. because he made such a great Iron Man.
0: There was like this interesting, like the whole like Black Sabbath, like I Am Iron Man song. Robert Downey Jr. in that first Iron Man movie that kind of felt like. Like a rebirth moment. Like a rebirth. Am I being a little bit too romantic about Iron Man? Maybe, (laughs) maybe it's not that deep. Oh my god! (laughs) But but I did feel that a little (laughs) bit. (laughs) Ah, yeah, Spice Girls for sure. Beyonce, Uh, Dave Chappelle, yeah, oh yeah, I was a sucker for for that comeback. The first comedy special he did when he came back Mm -hmm. back in like 2016 or whatever. Um, Yeah, it was kind of like wow, like he. He does jokes. It like, took him he, that
1: long to rewrite, new, or to write new jokes. That's, maybe that's, you know, maybe it is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I also,
0: I just like people who like started as comedians doing stand up, and then they go on to like be big in movies and sitcoms and television, and then you see Jerry Seinfeld do stand up, and you're like. Right, because this was what you started, this right. is how you started, yes. and you're still and so really many people good do. at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it's nice to see like, oh wow, like you're very good at this, that mm-hmm. makes sense, this is how you started because you're good at that. <laughs> right, and you just like wrote a sitcom for 10 years, but you're yeah. like, I'm still a stand-up comedian guys, like I can still <laughs> do that shit, yeah.
1: I do have to say, Mandy Moore, though, honorable mention for her, for, for making a comeback for This Is Us, because... I feel like she was lost and and we found her again. Like I'm happy
0: we did, you know. She lost like, somewhere. She was out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like a little bit of yes. I I'm happy we she's back. Like is Hillary
0: Duff? No, did she? She didn't really go away. Like
1: she did, Lizzie McGuire, and then she did. She went away for like not long. Well, she did Casper, and then she did. Um, Lizzie McGuire, Disney, that whole thing. And then she went away for a few years, but not really that long. I was going to say, and then, um, and she's, she, was, she still- was in Younger. The TV show. Yeah. And then she's now in How I Met Your Father.
0: And she also, she dated, like, she dated a musician. She was married to an NHL hockey player. So she was still kind of like. And now she's married to another musician. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, maybe the same musician. I might be thinking of the same guy, actually. But, like, I feel like she's still been, like, a little bit around. Oh, she for wasn't, sure. like, I'm yes. gone. I'm just no. off on the, no. the Mandy Moore Island. You no, know? It's... no. She
1: was not with Wilson, <laughs> the, the volleyball. <laughs> Tom Hanks, Mandy Tom Moore. Hanks, <laughs> they were all yeah.
0: stranded on the island. We they had were no all idea. hanging out there.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. But no, I think. Killer deaf kind of like stayed stayed around doing things okay so back to back to it uh it's christina's uh quinceanera and they're all dancing and, and she's making her grand entrance and who shows up But Angelina, Angelina. and they all dance together happily ever after.
0: Was it? Yeah. And then it (laughs) kind of just so awkward. She kisses the dad. It, It was also weird that it's like it's her. It was almost like they were on stage. Well, it was weird that it was like Christina's like I'm becoming a woman thing, and then Angelina just steals the stage, having like backup dancers. Okay, the backup
1: dancers were a lot
0: wild. Like
1: I, I was like, oh okay, like you came with your backup dancers. Yeah. And your assistant. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, you can't forget about no, the assistant.
1: Definitely not. But I, yes.
0: So you know what? It's not a my what should have been. Maybe the assistant should have found love too.
1: Oh, that would have been I okay, yeah. I mean, I do have um well, I will say, you know what, she's my honorable mention, Monique. Okay. Well, because she is the real deal. She does whatever Angelina wants. Oh, but for she sure. also tells her how it is, and I love it. <laughs> like And she just fall like doesn't follow her around, but like she she's like So it, the the movie ends. Where Angelina and Miguel, um, they kiss and, and they say, you know what, let's spend Christmas together and, and whatever. Um, their song hits number one and, um, yeah, they have a lovely holiday season together. Monique is also there.
0: <laughs> just chilling for the holidays. Yes. Like
1: <laughs> she is also with them in the end scene. Like you see the whole family together and there she is. Like That's she, a great point. She is the real deal. Do she Do you not stays. have a family? Yes. Like who needs a bodyguard when you have an assistant and you know, she's just always there. Just
0: a full-time companion. Absolutely. Yeah. Are we on to Quick Facts?
1: We are. So the filming location for this movie was in New York City. And when Angelina and Monique uh, walk out of the recording studio, the camera pans to show the Empire State Building. Angelina then searches for Christina's high school and says that they can drive there in a couple of hours. They arrive in front of Hugh P. Kerwin Performing Arts Center, which is in Queens and only 20 minutes away from the Empire State Building. Wow.
0: Wow. So this is a brand new movie. I'm assuming those are all the quick facts that you have.
1: Yes, there is not many at the moment.
0: Well, how about I'm on his IMDB right now? This film is obviously Freddie Prince Jr.'s big comeback. right. Or is it? I'm wondering <laughs> if you can figure <laughs> out uh, like what his last big role was?
1: Okay. Well, okay, wait. Are you looking for the year or the actual role? Because the role, I won't, I won't be able to tell you.
0: Um uh, you know what? Like, why don't we why don't we go backwards? What's the most recent one that you okay, remember? So,
1: like, a movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would. Okay, I'm gonna go with 2003.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. There's an 04 movie that you should okay. know.
1: Okay, so an 04 movie that I should know. I won't get it. It was the height of rom coms.
0: Sarah. He was with Michelle, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. 2, Monsters Scooby-Doo. Unleashed. Yes. They did two of those. Right,
1: they did. Yeah. Yes, they did do two, two of those.
0: So that was in 04. God, Since, that was
1: his last big movie role.
0: Uh, like, I think he... Th- did you know there was a TV show called Freddy about him? Like, he was Freddy Moreno. Oh, wow. I guess he was the star of the show. No idea. I had no idea. We have an RCR fam listener right now who was, like, a big Freddy fan I'm sure. I'm just assuming who's yelling at their podcast yeah. right now. Like how, <laughs> how do we not, not know, know that? Yeah. Is it so he did it? It's the, the short of this story is that he's done a ton of voice acting. Like okay. major video games, uh That's Robot cool. Chicken. Okay. Star Wars animated series. Like he was in 70 episodes what? of a Star Wars animated series.
1: Holy shit.
0: And because that character is also a voice mm-hmm. in like the Star Wars universe, he was a voice in the Star Wars universe. The Rise of Skywalker movie. Oh, cool! I don't think he was ever in it, but he like lended his voice. He was
1: his voice when maybe like a voice
0: recording or something. No, no, not that. You're talking about when all the voices were like when
1: all the Jedi past Jedi were like talking. I'm (gasps) totally nerding out, but I feel like that might have been it. Oh yes,
0: yes, in the Rise of Skywalker, I think you're right, Sarah. When
1: they're all when the Jedi's are all coming together, but they're all ghosts, not ghosts, but like they're all bringing power, etc. Yeah, hundred percent. It's got it's got to be that.
0: Yeah. But that's basically what he's been doing. He's just <laughs> been doing a lot of voice acting. Well,
1: you know what? If it pays the bills.
0: But, which I'm sure it does. He, so, remember the Clerks series, Kevin Smith, yep. Clerks 1 and 2? There was a Clerks 3 that just came out that he was apparently oh. in. And now this, Christmas with you. So, I guess wow. he's back to like okay, so putting his he, face in stuff. I was going
1: to say, he's, he's a little bit back. We'll see what he has to do next.
0: We will see. Honorable mentions.
1: Okay, so I did my honorable mention. My honorable mention was um, her assistant.
0: My honorable mention is just Freddie Prince Jr being back. Like I I'll be honest, the acting for him was fine. Yeah. Um similar to Lindsay Lohan Falling for Christmas, mm-hmm. like I think it's just the spectacle of right. somebody beloved coming back. He didn't need to nail all his lines, he didn't need to be super funny or super charming. Although I I found him to be fairly charming actually. Oh, I
1: I agree with you. I think it was just um like it, the, the the writing could have been a little bit stronger
0: for Writing him, could have for a been a little bit stronger, yeah. But I think the big thing for me was just like, I just wanted to see him and I'm happy that I'm like hey Mm -hmm. there you are I'm seeing you this is exciting this makes me feel good (laughs) this feels so warm and happy it brings you back it brings me back and you know what I wouldn't have wanted to see him come back in like a big angry dramatic role I think I just like I want to see another easy rom-com where Freddie Prince Jr. finds love I want to see an easy rom-com where Lindsay Lohan finds love yeah because I just want them to be happy
1: well you know what even though it's stories I I, I just want to beg for more rom-coms you know
0: oh I know
1: I'm happy that they're starting to come back but like I want like I want good freaking rom-coms
0: good rom-coms you know
1: like good rom-coms
0: because I mean my what should have been's is gonna take a bite out of something in this movie so let's dive into what should have been's okay
1: so my what should have been that the Opportunity that they missed with dress montages, dress up montages. Oh,
0: here. with the consignia? Because
1: you know what, they had that one, like picking her dresses. They had that, you know, you know, they could have done Angelina picking out her wardrobe for something, and you know, choosing because sh- they talk about the outfit that she wears, but like. They could have done a montage of it. They also could have done a montage when they were at the gala when she had all those dresses. Like it just missed opportunities for Sarah to watch. Sarah,
0: this film was so goddamn cheesy. And you're (laughs) over here like, I could have used some more cheese. I could've it doesn't have my my type of cheese. I would have loved some more of that cheese. (laughs) Well yeah, I I would have liked more cheese. This movie was very cheesy. I would have my what should have been is just slightly better writing. Yeah, There really is, I find, like, I never noticed it, but there is a leap that happens when it's the Pop-Tart, Hallmark-style, holiday romantic comedies. That writing and, like, a proper studio, like, Hollywood film, it's just night and day. It is. It and is. the biggest thing that I found that this film did that kind of irked me a little bit is when they, they just need to get a plot point across so Mm -hmm. the dialogue becomes really robotic and it is delivered in a way that it's like nobody would ever say that yeah nobody like you know like a, a hallmark yeah. rom-com where like the guy sees the other guy and he's like hey jeff high school quarterback and all around great guy <laughs> who left town and you're back wow you're back in town and they just like oh, just gonna f- you've talk been like gone the- for seven
1: years yeah, and you you
0: know you were in a
1: car accident and now yeah. you're better like, yeah yeah mm-hmm. i know exactly what you mean
0: hey your old cheerleader girlfriend stacy uh just works at the coffee shop three blocks down that way and take a right on a uh, 15th street What do you know isn't that ironic like (laughs) there was there was a scene and it was like meant to be a heartfelt scene uh, where Christina is singing to Instagram Mm -hmm. and she sings the song the song ends and she's like my mom passed away and she like tells this heartfelt story and I know like I I know as the audience you're supposed to be like wow that's really deep and I just couldn't help but be like nobody would say it like that like that's really weird the way you delivered the
1: delivery is just immature.
0: I think and I think like you didn't even need it because there were enough little hints through the movie that yes,
1: you didn't need that
0: explanation. You put Freddie Prince Jr. as a single dad Mm. caring for a girl. You kind of put two and two together. Something happened to the mom. Okay,
1: right. Or it could have been a conversation that Miguel had with Angelina like sure. later on in the movie yeah, yeah. you know oh what happened to your wife yeah. oh you know what blah, blah. so like blah, you're blah. a single dad yeah, yeah she passed
0: away right like, that's it that's all it has to exactly. be exactly that's more natural than a girl talking to her phone telling the world telling like the wow, world. my mom passed away and we really I, i'd you. love to meet angelina for christmas like what and take a that's selfie my with wish. her what what is happening right now <laughs> it, it just felt a little odd and overall rewatchability
1: Okay, so my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry 3, Storyline 2.5, Thirst Factor 3, Imagination 2, Soundtrack 3.4, Cheese 4, for an overall score of 2.98 out of 5.
0: So my rewatchability is Chemistry 3 out of 5, Storyline a 3.3, Thirst Factor a 3.1. Imagination, I kind of racked my brain. If there are any similar romantic comedies to this, I I gave it a 3.71. I thought it was at least a somewhat unique story, Uh, soundtrack a three point six. Sarah, it's it's an original song. I know
1: I gave it I gave it I think a three point four. Like I liked the music. It's not a hit
0: song, but it's like it's an original song that they made for the movie. Cheese, however we plummet to a (laughs) 1.7, which gives me an overall score. of. Sorry, what was your overall score?
1: 2.98.
0: Oh, my God. I've got a 3.06.
1: Wow. So close. So close. You did like it a little bit more than I did. (laughs)
0: Literally just a little bit. Uh, So let's call it an even three. (laughs) This has been the Rom-Com Rewind of Christmas with you. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, please leave reviews and subscribe and follow so that People can find us and know more about us. And on the way, if I can give you a little tease. So we are going to take the time between Christmas and New Year's off. Just because your schedules are crazy, we're also traveling for the holidays. Um, so we're going to reconvene first week of January, where for the first time ever,
1: drumroll.
0: Thank you. We're going to do a rom-com fantasy draft. Yes, we are. So excited for this. <laughs> it's going to be something we'll, we'll be able to check in on throughout the year as well. It's kind of going to give us a nice roadmap for and, and you a nice roadmap mm-hmm. for things that are happening in 2023, because yep. we're kind of back in the season where like movies are being released. Studios are putting out things and they're planning things far enough in advance that we can tell you about things that are on the way, which yeah is kind of what we're using this for as well.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yep. I'm excited for it. It's going to be good. Thanks for listening.